You're at the right place. Right place. At the right time. You found the number one podcast. Number one podcast. That entertains that space between your ears. We invite you to relax, pull up a chair, and get ready to take a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. So grab your magic bands and your Mickey ears because it's time for another episode of the Mousecapades Podcast. Like everywhere we go, it smells good and different. I'm like, yes, what is that? They even made like your senses happy. This is Brian Cohen. Even my ears were delighted. Carousel of Progress. Okay, I love that guy. I have no idea what's in it, but I'm going for it. Uh, the last Harry Potter book, I cried twice. Happy Saturday morning, listeners, and happy Saturday, Vicki. Happy Saturday to you. And happy belated May the 4th be with you day. Mine was great. Did you do anything special? For May the 4th? Yes. Uh, yes, I sold cookies at our high school band concert. Were they themed Star Wars? Uh, actually, there were no Star Wars cookies. I actually was oh. thinking I might see some, then but not, I did that's not. That's not worth mentioning then. I'm very sorry. You should be. Well, I'm... What's that have to do with May the 4th? It had nothing to do with May the 4th, but cool. that's what I did. That was my exciting celebration for Star Wars, was selling cookies at the high school band concert. So my kid, he had uh, May the 4th like party at his preschool. For real? Yeah, I'm being dead serious. And so he dressed up as Kylo Ren. It was awesome. He was embarrassed to walk in at first. He wanted to make sure that all his friends had costumes on too, but he was the first one there. And so he kind of like peered around the corner and slowly walked and like hang up his stuff, you know, on his hook. And it was the cutest thing ever. Did you take lots of pictures? Yeah, I have a picture posted up on Instagram already, so listeners have probably already seen it. Oh, I missed yeah. it. Sorry. It was Falling awesome. down. It's been a crazy school week. It was awesome. So, um, let's see here. Okay, so so Wednesday, right? Okay. Uh, we went to the Cardinals game. And we posted some more pictures up on Mouse Pace Podcast. We're look at was that, that Star well. Wars night? No, it wasn't. You really you thought it would have been, right? It's when is May the 4th. It was May the 4th. It's like the 20th of May or something like that. But They want to double dip. May the 4th be with you, right? And you got to see a winning and, game. And, yeah, we didn't stay for the whole thing, though. I don't even think we saw a single pitch after, like, by the time we got our food and sat down, which, by the way, $80 in food at what the What did you buy? Now, I didn't spend $80. A, a parent of mine gave me the hookup and spent $80 on food for all of us. So I went with a parent. Actually, a couple of parents. Well, that was really nice. So it was if a couple. listening, you're very nice parents. I'm sorry oh, was, I didn't have you. It was, it was awesome. Uh, a couple of parents. We all met up and watched one of my students perform a little gymnastics routine before the game. Okay. And it was cool. Um, but we really didn't stay long for the game. Uh, I had a blast, though. Had well, an absolute good. blast. Uh, so, you know, the following day, you know, you have May the 4th be with you. And the next day is Revenge of the 5th. Like Revenge of the 6th. Okay. I don't expect you to know that one, but... Did, did you know When it? I hear Revenge, I hear Revenge of the Nerds. I'm sorry. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, me too, right? I remember that <laughs> film as well. Um, but let's get into some news. There, there's some interesting things that have happened within the past week. Not necessarily a lot, but I thought was very interesting. I'm anxious to see what you have. And now so, my friends are now tagging me on Disney uh, history, or news and and clips and stuff if they see something they tell oh, that's on cool. Facebook. Oh, that's cool. like, did you see this or whatever? So this is neat. Oh, I, yeah, I saw this. Okay, yeah, I didn't see this before and I don't know if it's been a thing, 
I, I'm gonna feel embarrassed if I didn't. Know no, it said it was, it was new. Okay, so my wife and I, my wife and I, you know, we ran in the Coast to Coast Challenge uh, in Anaheim and in Orlando with the Run Disney events. Oh, right. So Aaron ran both of them. I thought she only ran one. Well, she only ran one, but she came with me. Like, but you well, did the Coast to Coast. Yeah, I did the Coast to Coast okay. event, and and, uh, and for me, it's all about the food the night before and the medals. <laughs> like for me, because. It's all, yeah, it is. It's all about how much can I eat the night before the race and 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 after the race, by Don't the way. you want to throw up? No, I care less. I, I just, I jog at my own pace and finish. I don't care about my time. That's hilarious. And the medals, right? Because you pay all that money to go down there, to stay at a resort, and then right. like, I want that big fatty medal, right? Hanging from my And now, neck. you can get the medal and you don't have to go down there. Right, so they had this virtual race. Apparently this is like the, the, the latest, greatest thing yeah, for runners, since like sliced bread, I didn't know, but it's called the Virtual Run, like Virtual Run Disney, and it's pretty cool. Uh, you can sign up for this run, and you can compete in three separate runs. I think the first one is like a 5K, and look at this fat metal you can get. This is some bling. It's, it's freaking awesome for virtual running, and it's the shoe of Mickey, and it says Virtual Running uh, Run or something, 5K. It looks really cool. There's three of them you can sign up for, okay? So you can sign up for three separate runs. You have the running uh, short series, you have the short series with the yellow shoe, the short series with the red pants, and the short series with the white glove. Each one of those are gonna be its own separate medal. The shoe, the pants, the glove. Initially, I'm like, I want all of them. Like, I'm gonna sign up for this thing. Well, that's I'm what I think run, be, yeah. But I'm gonna ask Aaron, uh, and that's my wifey. I'm gonna ask her, hey, you wanna sign up for this virtual running one with the yellow, you know, the yellow shoe, the 5K. Uh, it, it's $39. You can go to, uh, it's endurance, what is this? Endurancecui.active.com. They can Google um, it. Because... Yeah, you can Google it. Um, it's the 2016 Run Disney Virtual Running Short Series, and then sign up from there. Um, you have to be five or up. I don't, how do they track you to determine if you actually ran the I don't know, it just event? says you have to turn in your stuff. I think if you pay the $39, they figure if you're willing to pay the $39, right. whether you do it or not, you deserve the medal. That's what I Right. But what's <clears throat> what's cool about this, it, it enables a lot of people that can't necessarily make it down there and spend all that money. Because I'll exactly. admit, you know, you're going to spend, I mean, if you have a person running with you, like for me, it's my wife and myself, and we're going to spend... $600 on airfare. We're going to spend, you know, like $300 to stay somewhere. It turns into that. And if you don't sign up on like day one, which they sell out nowadays, but before they would, they when we used to run and, and then they would last for like a week or two weeks, even longer than that. Oh my gosh. We like, actually the first one I ran in, open registration was for months before it sold out. Right. Uh, but nowadays with these runs, it's selling out on, re on the day, day one. one. Um, but if you don't sign up on day one, it gets pricier and pricier. I mean, you're going to spend a thousand dollars just to run. Easy. And, right. And it's on a weekend and it's not like you're staying at a resort to go to the parks and chillax. You're, you're going to run a race. Right. And you're coming back home to go to work on Monday. You know, yep. it's like, but this allows people yeah this is really cool but my next thing is how do they track you it doesn't because I, that's my article that i read said um you don't have to prove it you don't have to prove you don't it. have to prove it this is proof so, the run was um actually completed is not required so what is this digital bib they talk about that they're going to give you 
I have no I, idea. I, I didn't. I read a small article. I think yours is actually longer than mine, so we must have read from two okay. different media sites. But I thought it was cool, and especially for you, because I know you um, love, and I would love to get those medals, but my knees would not hold up for me to run. And I guess it says run. Otherwise, if it said I could walk it, then I'd feel a little bit better about paying the money and trying to do it. People have left like responses like I just signed up for the challenge to get all four medals. I've always wanted to do a Disney race but could not afford uh, a week off of school to go to Disney to, to get to them. Another person said, you know, I think it's fun. It's something that uh, can get people up and moving, especially since you have yeah. a two week okay. period to complete. What's up? They mentioned their arthritis. Also. Oh, I, well, yeah, yeah. I said my family um, are, are not the outdoorsy type. Um, limited because this person has arthritis, but they can, they went on to state. I, I think I'll start out with doing some mall walking. Um, pretty cool. I mean, I, I pretty was cool. pretty excited because I figured you would be able to get your medals then. Let's check this out. I'm going to go to the next page and see if it tells you like what the bibs for. No, nothing. So the actual site doesn't truly give you anything. It says you get the medal. Uh, I don't know, dude. It's, it's to help. Well, I do, we do know it's to it's help raise money for yeah. and lymphoma, which yeah. for sure is a great cause because we we've all know we all probably know at least one person that's suffered from that illness. So, listeners, check it out. 2016 uh, Run Disney virtual race. It seems pretty cool. I could see this being very popular. The medals look like even better than the medals They're I received. Cool. Yeah, they look cooler than the medals I actually received running in the marathons. Um, actually, at resort or at I guess what would you call that? Park grounds or at, I don't I know. I have no idea. I don't know where you're going. I'm <laughs> I sorry, don't know I'm not where I'm going today. My brain's no, everywhere. Oh, well, the school year is finishing up and all our kids are crazy. That's why we're crazy? just all scatterbrained. Yeah, oh my gosh. So, but get, these metals, they're bling. Dude. They're like blingier. Right. They like, they shine. It's it's pretty cool. Um, and I am like, happy that they're trying to think of the people that can't necessarily afford to come there. Right. But want to support. What do you got for us? Um, It's a sad week. What? They took down the Earful Tower. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They uh, Did they do that last week? I thought they did that last week. I, well, it was in this week's news. So if they Oh, did... sorry. <laughs> or maybe it was going to happen. I, I have not been keeping up with that. I'll be honest. I have not kept I'm up with that. I'm just sad because Why? first they took the hat. Right. Yeah. And then they were using the Earful Tower as yeah. right now because they didn't know if they wanted to go to the Grauman Chinese Theater as their focal point. So they wanted to make that they, for they, their shirt. They need to tear that down. No, I don't think they needed to tear it down, but it's I'm not, not even say bring the hat back, but bring something else there. There's something missing in that middle area. Well, the park's not done yet. That's where Star Wars land is going to go and Pixar land. I mean, right in the middle of the park right there. No, but at that park, it's it's no longer, in my opinion, this is just my opinion. I don't feel the park is centered around Hollywood anymore. Well, you know, okay. Like, well, then we need to pick a name. And so get rid of the Chinese theater. You know, get rid of the hat, get rid of the water tower that's, you know, on movie production sets and stuff like that. Or not sets, but just like, uh, like you, I you don't know, know. What I'm talking about. It's just a sad time for me. I'm sorry. Because why? Because like you grew up with that with your kids or something? And that was something you guys. I think so. Guys... I mean, my kids really liked it the first time we were there in 2009. And it's just something you see. Like when you drive into St. Louis, you see the arch. If they took the arch down, that would, you know what I mean? Maybe not as meaningful as that. But do you know what I'm saying? That it, it's just. It's the Hollywood Studios. They will never take down the arch, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> That's the only thing that keeps our city actually looking kind of cool. Yeah, tr so driving. Well, I've drove down there. So I know what it's like. I used to work in the city, um, so you know I went down there for the ball game, 
Um, and I and I will not go. I will not go into City of St. Louis if I can't. I, I won't even go to see a Blues game anymore. Like I just can't stand uh, going into the city after working in the city for so many years. Like I I don't know. So it's dirty. It's nasty. It's trashy. Sorry if you're listening and you live in St. Louis, but that's my opinion from working in St. Louis. I used to drive there every day. It is a um, embarrassing. Oh, it is very embarrassing. Look at it like on documentaries or like on television. They always show it from the Illinois side, right? Right. Looking at the arch grounds and everything. It looks like crap. Well, I know. And the, the saddest thing of it's, all is you would think New York would be more dirty. But we're really actually... More dirty? Okay, what do you want me to say? Dirtier. Dirtier. Yes. Okay. Dirtier. It's been a long day. This no, is, it's all You good. have zero idea what it's like in this So St. Louis would be dirty. <laughs> New York would be dirtier. Yes. What would be the dirtiest? No. So what would be the New dirtiest? New York is cleaner than Missouri. That's oh, what okay, got it. I got, got it, got it, got it. So New York's dirty. It's embarrassing where you think that would be a dirtier place with all the smog and stuff with because it, there's not open spaces. Oh, it's bad. And I've traveled, and I know you have too. Like being in the military, I've, I've traveled. Like not just the world, but the states. I have traveled the states. And when it comes to St. Louis, we're getting so off track. Yeah, <laughs> when I'm it comes really to sorry. St. Louis, we are. That's this city is awful. All right, We're let's get back on. on. Sorry, let's, people. Let's get back on track. Um, this is really cool. So, did you see the cool? Um, they're gonna have weddings now at Magic Kingdom. Now they start like in the Magic Kingdom. They've always in, had okay in the Magic Kingdom. No, they've always had the the weddings, and they can start as cheap as twelve hundred dollars. Oh, I was gonna say you don't have to take out a second mortgage. Oh, this one you will, because uh, my hairdresser actually hooked me up on this one. I'd already seen it, but she gave me more of a detailed article to read about it. So um, they can start at $1,200 and then they work their way up. Oh, excuse me, $2,500, pardon me. I read $1,200 about something else. I think that was to rent the minister, I don't know. Anyways, then um, the custom experiences moved to $12,000, but for a mere $75,000, Nick, just $75,000. This is for the elite. You and a hundred of your closest family and friends can be at your wedding, but it is right there. In front of the castle, you get married on the stage with the flowers and the photographer. And so Brad was saying we would never do that because he let Kaylee know in case because she's hooked on these links too. That's not happening unless, you know, you win the lottery and we don't play. Um, but it, it's top notch because it's Disney. They're going to do their flowers in those cool chairs. Did you see that article this week? I don't have the pictures up because I cut and paste mm -hmm. my articles. Do you know what I'm talking about? Did you see it? No, I didn't look at them. Sorry. It's really pretty. It, I mean, it has the really fancy chairs and all the chairs have flowers draped on them and all this and everything. Um, and you have your honeymoon there for $75,000. Is that the most expensive package? That is the most. What's Okay, so the $1,200, what do you get there? I, so I read $1,200, but that was just to um, secure a minister there. $1,200 bucks just to, just to rent one out? $2,500, well, that's if you use theirs, I guess, you know, he's a custom minister, I don't know. $2,500 is the starting package, and that is just basic, so, you say, I do, and I don't even know if people So what would it. stop someone from saying, like, okay, so say my wife and I. Bring your minister with you? Not that, but, like, someone maybe from Orlando. I don't, are they only, are you, when you're ordained, are you only, like, allowed to marry people within that state, or, like, how does that work? Well, like, now you, anybody can get ordained all over the United States. Right. Online. But can you like actually perform a wedding in any state? Um, I think there's some that that. And, okay, so so here's the thing. So say Aaron and I weren't married yet, and we contact some Joe Schmo Reverend in in Orlando area, and he's like, "Yep, I can get you, you know, married, state documents and all, blah blah blah." 
alright, I'll pay for your ticket to Walt Disney World, and maybe I pay for 20 of our closest friends a park ticket. And we just walk up there and stand there, and he just starts... I don't think they can stop you. Can, I don't think they can. Because it's a public place. Right. But they're saying if you want it cleared out, like, the way they're showing oh, right. it... That whole area, that but whole you new know, if you're area. doing that, people would automatically circle you, yeah, and it would clear. Like, sure, they would clear it. Well, for, it's just like when people right. get engaged, and you know, kinda... the park member, the park cast members would probably watch too and celebrate. I mean, they right. have to. Yeah, no, I'm not saying it's not wrong, but I was thinking honestly with the way they're gouging seventy five thousand right. dollars, and they're talking everything, flowers and cake and. Well, because one of our co- former colleagues yeah. that worked here, her wedding was $27,000 And as a spectator, ago. for 75 bucks, I'll hook you up with a cupcake and uh, <laughs> and some literature that will tell you an itemized little whatever okay. Obviously, this is a dream because my child is not doing this, even though she does want to get married at Disney World. Dude, that is awesome. So, <laughs> have you heard about the Blizzard Beach uh, hosting the Frozen Games? No, I have May? not heard this, surprisingly. All right, so the inaugural Frozen Games is going to take place at Blizzard Beach, May 27th through the 21st. Um, so, like, Kristoff, they're going to have Kristoff and Olaf there as well and, and some other characters. Um, fun. Yeah, but you can, so as guests, when you're there, you can choose, like, what team you want to be on. Oh. Kristoff or Olaf. And then I'm sure and they're going to sell you t-shirts to Right, oh, I'm sure they will. There's various activities and, like, uh, little, I guess, Blizzard Beach Part games you can participate in, and uh, there's some actually. There's gonna be an opening ceremony and oh, a closing cool. ceremony. Okay. I don't know if this is gonna be like an everyday event. Like if this is like every day they're gonna do this because it's through the 27th of May through August 21st. Oh. Or 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 is it gonna be like the opening day is the 27th, the closing ceremony is the 21st of August. Oh, I don't and know. I don't know. So it's like you, you buy a ticket, you're at Blizzard Beach, and you can sort of like at the resort, and you have the pool games and stuff yeah. like that, and prizes they give out. I wonder if it's gonna be at the same like same thing, probably. but like at a bigger scale. Right, probably so. So I, I thought that's pretty cool. You know, for the kids, that would be fun. It would be fun. Yeah, it's something different. That'd be, that'd be kind of neat. So um, I found this, and you may have this article too, and of course I'm hoping to hear more from our good friend Dave. We're taping on Monday, right? We're going to tape with Dave about his run in the Star Wars Half Marathon. Monday, Monday. yes, we are actually. Okay, yeah. so um, I heard there were some logistical problems during that race, so I'm hoping that he oh, can really? bring... Yeah, they said that there were some logistical problems, and I stopped reading the article because I thought I no, should get don't. it from no, him. No, don't, don't. So what, what was wrong with the race? I don't know. Well, you got it up here. No, What's it say? I stopped reading. It says there were some logistical problems that had many runners giving into their anger and embracing the dark side of the force. You don't think it's a play on right there? Oh, I totally think it's a play, but... Like they're just... No, really? I was wondering if maybe they didn't path it right or something and there could have been problems. Oh, could have been. Yeah, you're definitely right. They have race problems all the time. One time there was a race, sorry, in St. Louis and somebody marked it wrong and some people went through some well, just bad so areas Aaron's of town. Well, race, they had the 80s run out in our area and um, they, I don't know what K it was, a 5K or whatever. Yeah. So any, they, one of the runs they were doing later on, the 7K or whatnot, they accidentally extended it by a mile. So it really wasn't a 7K. Yeah, it was longer. <laughs> it was a 8.5K. You know how mad I would be? Like if I, well, knew, I, know. Like I found that out, I'd be so upset. But you'd be so proud of yourself you did more. Okay. All right. What do so, you think? I saw this too. Okay. Go ahead. I didn't put it on. No, no. It's all good. So the federal court 
uh, rules uh, for Disney, obviously, in this lead, you know, with the with the disabilities uh, and autism lawsuit. Did you, you did you hear about this? No, I did hear about it, but I didn't know if I wanted to touch on it or All right, if we were going to so, go there. So Disney has a system that's called the DAS, the DAS. So it's it's the Disney Disability Access System. All right. It was adopted. I'll give you just to give the listeners a little background information. It was adopted back in October of 2013 uh, to replace the the GAC system, which was the guest assistance card. Okay. Okay. So this was for individuals that had disabilities that, you know, how Disney caters to individuals with disabilities. Right. Right. And if you had this, you know, card, you could, you know, you're going to go to the ride in a, in a different area, you know, like, so whatever ride you go right. on, it's going to put you in a different area so you can get on quicker and the whole family can go. And, and it's accessible. Exactly. A lot of times. Exactly. That's the key. A that's lot. the key. Because it has to be wheelchair accessible because a lot of the times the person's in a wheelchair. That's the key. So that's, that is the guest assistance uh, program. So the court, however, disagreed and they ruled stating that the GAC system, and that's the guest assistance card system, was not necessary for the plaintiff. In this case, this plaintiff's family member had autism. Uh, that it's not necessary for this plaintiff, uh, the family with autism, to have equal access to wait, uh, excuse me, to Walt Disney World because I the, the, the disability uh, access system already provides that, like provides that opportunity. So I, I'm, not, I'm not making sense here. Do they I? want, okay, so I was confused by this. They were wanting the same thing or they wanted a better system? See, I'm, I, I read this and I'm thinking they, they wanted the same perks. That's what I'm reading into this. I don't, I could be completely wrong. But this is what I'm reading into the system. It sounds like to me, after reading this article and going to another website uh, that that plays onto this right. website here, it sounds like me, the plaintiff, the, the, the family that had the kiddo with autism, I guess wanted the same access as the, disability, the Disney Disability Access System. Okay. And they sued because they weren't allowed. It. Right. Because they didn't have proof? Well, it's for disability. Abilities. Like uh, autism, don't get me wrong. I mean, it's not a. There's so well, we have so many well, kids now that have it. Right, but that is could, it a physical disability? No, it is not. Like physical in the sense. Oh, like I do know this a, case. It's, it's impeding you to move or to, you know what I'm saying? She was saying her child was going to have a, I do, I saw this on television actually. This has been a while though. I mean, this is, I realized right. the case was this week or in the last week, but um, her kid was going to blow up if he didn't get to uh, ride the ride immediately. And we, both of us have had kids like this, yeah. I'm sure. Yes, I remember this, yeah. Okay, so that was what it was. And so she thought she should be granted that. And I see what you're saying. Well, but there are more and more kids every, yeah. I mean, we, I I mean, well, I don't the, know if I can get in trouble for this, the, but I have more than one in my class right now. So, I mean, it's more and more every well, year. Well, I think it's, it's, was it one out of every four? kids that are born I don't know but then I, if, we, if they do that I, then are they going to say okay ADD kids and ADHD kids they well, need you know, to have a in Saint, you know St. Louis the, the news media just ran a story it was uh, kids with autism that are making a difference in um, oh geez what was it the people that uh, well Ryan Weaver from The Force Awakens he's a special effects artist yeah that's okay. what it was uh, kids with autism that are contributing to special effects right and it was this whole story on how they're achieving great things 
And you see that in the classroom, kids with autism do achieve great things. Yes. It does not affect them from moving from one chair to the next or, you know, like physical things. No, you know, in fact, I, a lot of them are brilliant and yes. scare you with what they remember and what they can learn and how quickly they can learn things. I don't know. It's, um, I, I just, I understand what they're saying, but again, it goes back to what I was talking to about with one of our other colleagues. We're all about wanting to be everybody equal. Well, the fact is we're not all equal. We all have afflictions of some kind or another. Right. I mean, my own son has ADD. But I wouldn't. But, but you wouldn't want the Disney Disability Access System. I mean, like you wouldn't call for no. That. And he, but he has. That's a medical diagnosis, right? But it's not but physical, I right? So right. I wouldn't say, oh, well, he has this. Well, the court explained. Try to explain it to him. The court explained it like this: that the non-disabled guests they visit the Magic Kingdom, right, um, for rides and attractions, and non-disabled guests they have to wait. Yes, they have to wait an hour to experience the ride, right? So, but the DAS system, the disability access system, allows for guests with disabilities, physical disabilities, to not have to wait that hour. Right. And so the whole family can enjoy the ride together. Right. Right. And have space. Right. And, you know, to accommodate their needs. Um, I, I don't know. I don't, and I don't know if there's a right or wrong answer, and I don't want to well, don't offend anybody. Well, I don't know this kid. Maybe he did have a physical disability. I don't know. Not based on that article that I, or the right. TV thing I just, that I, I saw. I don't know, but here's a case. This is just, I don't want to compare it to the whole uh, Starbucks case with that lady that's suing for too much ice in the coffee, but it almost sounds like here, and I, I don't want to be negative Ned, that, oh, my son has a disability, yes, I just want the perks of the Disney Disability Access System and play right. off that way because my my child has disability. I just deserve all the perks right. of disabled right. individuals receive at the parks. And if I don't get it, I'm going to cause a stink. Right. And we have that in the school system. Oh, definitely. We have and, definitely and, uh, used it as a crutch. Well, and it's sad because it's not usually the kid. It's the parent that wants the stuff. The kid right. just wants to be like every right. regular Joe in right. the classroom and just blend in. And then the parents make them stand out. I had now this could be a too. kid that has like. So I know, I remember this article a long time ago and the child like allegedly freaked out when he had to wait a long time. Now. But they were saying the wait time was only 30 to 40 minutes. Now is it causing, is it a distraction to other guests? You know, is it causing problems with other guests? Or is it because they don't want to deal with it? Because Disney's all about show and it goes both ways. Show in in, in the aspect of I'm going to accommodate these needs. And show is the, in the aspect of we have to worry about the other guests as well. Are we taking away that magical experience by someone, you know, maybe who's shouting out and getting antsy and causing a big ruckus? And you know what I'm saying? Right. And but we don't know. I mean, because we're hearing the media sides, and we are. We, we are. all know how the media. We is. are. Oh no, we definitely are hearing the media side, and that's we're what I was the saying. The media at this point. Before. I know. <laughs> Formulate our own opinions based off of articles from the media. Right. You're right. So let's move on. What do you got? Um. So Disney announces the 30th anniversary of the Pixar Celebration Pin Party. Did you hear about this? <laughs> Yay. <laughs> no. Oh, I was excited about it. A pin party. Okay. Well, I mean, it was a big deal for my son at the time. So they're going to have it on August 26th from 10 to 6.30 and August 27th um, from 9.30 to 6 at the World Showplace in, in Epcot. 
-hmm. Now again, it costs more money, of course, I'm sorry to tell you, but to get into this party, it's $140 per guest. You get trading board games, so four vouchers for that day for trading board games, Pixar party scavenger hunt, you're gonna have auction opportunities that nobody, like the regular guests will not have um, access to. You'll meet Disney pin merchandisers. You um, have artist signings with Disney designing group artists and you get a $30 Disney gift card. And then um, the other event offerings include the opportunity to pre-purchase selected Pixar pins before anybody else. Uh, limited edition commemorative gifts. Welcome pin, you get a welcome pin, um, a Pixar party scavenger hunt pin gift set. There's six of them in, mm -hmm. the, in the set and a goodbye pin set. So, I mean, if you just add up the gift card and those two pin sets alone, you're close to a hundred bucks. So $140 kind of didn't seem so bad to me if you're a big pin person. And sure. I mean, at one point my son Joey was. Um, so, and the pins that they're gonna feature at this is Cars and Brave for this event. Sweet. So I just thought that was cool. I know not everybody does pins anymore, but but some people are, I mean, you got some people, you know, they have like the fishing vests that have right. pins front and back and, and I don't know how they keep up with which I, ones to trade and which not. I don't, I mean, it's a hobby. I get it, but I don't get it because it's, I don't know. It's not a hobby I would take on. Um, I have lots of friends that do. It could get very expensive. I guess it's like coin or stamp collecting, rock collecting, I guess. <laughs> I don't, I don't, you know. Right. Like anything else. I get like anything else Disney sells. Well, you and know. I used to collect Precious Moments, and I don't do right. that anymore either. So, I it's, mean, I understand, right. but it's fun for a time. All right, so, dude, a hundred people. I saw A hundred people sick aboard Disney Wonder Cruise. I saw ship, that. The cruise ship, Disney Wonder, excuse me. Dude, this is something out of, like, a horror film, okay? Like, haven't you ever seen those films? Like, Ghost Ship, right? Where everyone starts being killed off and everything like this. So, you have... This, this could be made into a movie. A hundred people sick against the, or, or excuse me, a hundred people sick aboard the Disney Wonder. So you have 92 passenger mem passengers and five crew members. They became sick and they were vomiting. Right. So All over had, the place. It probably was food. Don't you think it was food related? Oh, you, you think it would have to be, but it, well, if it was, yeah, it'd have to be. You, well, and that happened on, um, uh, I'm trying to think, Carnival Cruise Line before too. When... For a while, I was starting to think that mm -hmm. like somebody from another cruise line had hopped on theirs and was trying sure. doing all these things because all these things were happening. But this kind of does sound Here like there we go. Food. This is this is what happened with Carnival, remember? Right. And, and then also they had those mishaps. And then they had the boat that was yeah. stranded. So if a boat gets stranded, then I'm gonna start thinking that like Royal no. Caribbean or somebody's out there. You know, there, trying there to were some cruise ships. There was two of them, and I don't know which ones it was that picked up refugees from Cuba. Oh yeah, I did you know, see this. And yes. strand people that were stranded. Right. So I wonder if something they was carrying something. Yeah. It's very possible. You know, that was the first thing that came to my mind when I when I read this article. I was like, oh, didn't some cruise ships pick up some refugees? And then a week later it happened again. And mm, you know, was something tainted by accident? I don't know. Or here's a conspiracy in me. Or on purpose. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, oh no, he's but doing his uh, Austin Dr. Powers. Evil, Dr. Evil. Um, but this is what strikes me. The Wonder is scheduled for a September dry, dry dock, dock makeover. makeover. I saw that too. Why are they waiting until September? Well, maybe they're <laughs> not now. Maybe they're gonna have to. Oh, no, they are. They are waiting until September. It's in a separate article. I'm not gonna pull it up. It's right here. Well, I'm wondering how many people are gonna stay on that cruise and people won't, 
Well, if they don't have insurance, we'll see, so they can't cancel. We'll cruises. see if it happens again on the next voyage. Then I'm sure they'll rush it. You know. But uh, wouldn't you want that cleaned now? Yeah, that'd be nice. Uh, yeah, now what do you got for us? Um, I just that that this movie, since you loved it so much, and I am gonna watch it again because maybe I was so tired that day I didn't appreciate that movie for what it was. But Zootopia surpassed nine million dollars yeah, last you, week. You're crazy. You're cray crazy. It's Seriously, not my favorite. Awesome. But it's not my favorite. It doesn't have to be my favorite. Oh just well, no, you it's, did. it's not my favorite. Um, so it's the number one movie so far I for 2016. I think it's amazing. It's not my favorite, but I think it's the. It's the one cartoon that I feel like has the most impact for kids. It's something practical I think kids can take home. I can put in their toolbox, you know? Like, yeah. It's something they can learn from the film and put into place that day. And um, it's the second biggest grossing animated movie behind Frozen. Okay. I hope it does surpass Frozen. It may. I do not know. There's some things I want to watch anyway because I was watching this weekend little things to look for in the yeah. movie that I didn't catch the first time. Again, I was extremely no. tired that day I saw it. So It's just the first film for Disney, I feel like, that they, besides Big Hero 6. I think Big Hero 6 I was a prelude that. to this because Big Hero 6 taught you how to cope with life and issues. And death, yeah. And, de and death and have so you know this whole social skills and that aspect of right. it. And then I think that was kind of a stepping stone to this, which was like, boosh, I mean, blew my mind away as a mind blower that kids can watch this movie and take away so many things that they can put in practice. Right. You know, immediately how they treat people, how they deal with situations, okay. how they feel and view themselves. I mean, great movie. Great movie. Um, let's see here. Uh, Disneyland. We heard this from Ethan. Yeah. Ethan out in, uh, out in uh, Disneyland. Disneyland's preparing to roll out paperless fast passes. Did you hear about this? I didn't know they, I thought they already had them. Don't they start things usually in Disneyland and then go to Disney World? Oh, well, no, 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 they don't have magic bands. Oh, I thought they did. No, 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 no. Um, so several sources are reporting Disneyland Resort, they're actually beginning to install uh, the equipment to begin testing its very own version of the fast pass system. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I, I don't read so much, as much about Disneyland just because I've never been there. So maybe I should read more on that. So it, we don't know, though, if it's going to be relying on like barcodes uh, or if it's going to be like social media or it's going to be smartphones and stuff like that. Or like the Magic Bands with the RFID chips. Right. I would assume why not use the RFID chips? It's already there. You're not going to be spending even more money than you're, than you're going to have to to set it up in the first place. True. Very um, true. So, but yeah, Ethan told us about that a long time ago. Uh, let's see here. Uh, yeah, ticket sales on for Walt Disney World's Halloween and Christmas parties, whatever. And those sell um, out pretty quick. Yeah, so go get them now. I don't think I realized how quickly they sell out. You got oh, anything what else? Are you telling me? Do you got anything else for us? Nah. Nope. I'm afraid not. You got really nothing? Just, I got some history for you. Okay. Um, well, then I think it's about that time. Take, Take us, us back. No, here see, we go. We, we ruined it again. I think it's about that time, Vic. Take us back. Here we go. We're traveling backwards in time. Right now, we're leaving the world of today behind. So if your imagination is ready, here we go. May 7th, 2011, a black carpet premiere for Disney's Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides takes place at Disneyland. I was pretty excited about that. I, my family loves Pirates of the Caribbean. They had, they even had Johnny Depp and Penelope Cruz and Kevin McNally and Keith Richards there. Oh, okay. 
I, All right. My family's a big Pirates of the Caribbean fan. I I, I so watch so the movies Dave. with them, but I'm not as big a fan. But you know, we, oh, like we, it's a black carpet event. That's kind of cool. Yeah, because yeah. it because yeah, pirates. Yeah, right. Oh, I great. liked it. Oh, I get it. Uh, May eighth, nineteen ninety one. Newspapers report that Disney has proposed a $3.1 billion project to build a new park called Westcott in Anaheim. This was very interesting. I know. It's I to model Epcot out in Orlando. It would give Disney their own Epcot, but I don't. it never happened. It's, I was going to say, it's never no, happened. That we, was 91. No, it never happened, and then thus comes California Adventure, um, what, 10 years later? Wow. Uh, a little over 10 years, about 13 years later. Um, so very interesting. Um, May, 9th, May 9th, 2015, though. celebrities and Disney legends swarm the blue carpet of Tomorrowland premiere to celebrate the pre-release of the futuristic Disney film at the AMC Theater in downtown Disney, California. Tomorrowland. Ooh, Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland. I love that movie. I uh, took, starring George Clooney. I took my Tomorrowland pin and rode the uh, Small World ride, and sadly, nothing happened. I'm very sorry. I was really hoping deep down inside <laughs> that it would take me away from this world. And see, I've not seen that movie yet. So One day I will be. Away maybe for from this, this summer world. I can watch some of these movies I've missed out on. You know, just that Tomorrowland pin. I'm still talking about. It. I'm sorry. No, you're Put it good. on, take you away from the stress of this life, and That's hilarious. move on to a futuristic world that <laughs> you stay forever. Yeah, but nothing happened. Nothing. I'm sorry. And I had like, I, I, I purchased all those Tomorrowland pins. I, so, so I purchased them. I told my family I had a surprise for them. Day one, I was like, day one of travel. Like when, when we leave for Disney World, I'm going to give you a gift. They're like, oh, that's cool. And so I gave it to them. We met up at a quick trip, you know, to head out right. on the road. And I gave them these Tomorrowland pins. And they're like, oh my gosh, where did you get these? They're sold out everywhere, you know? And I never reveal my source. Hot, t- hot topic at Midiverse Mall. <laughs> <laughs> so anywho, um... We put them to the test and nothing happened. Maybe I should sue over that. Um, oh, okay, you do that. Let me know how that goes for you. Well, <laughs> I, I think it may may pass. You know, everything else seems to pass all the time, except for that one. But any, not that I sued. No, no, I didn't. Okay, we're done. <laughs> may 10th, 1929. For the first time since moving to Hollywood, Walt Disney delivers a cartoon without a continuing character. Do you know what this is? I, I saw you it already. Oh. I read it. So I, I love this film. Everyone that listens to this show knows I am a huge Silly Symphony fan. You know yes, I Yes, I know that. Love Silly Symphonies. I can remember the skeleton dance. Yeah, that yeah. I, that is a really cool one. You'll never see them anywhere else. Very cool. Just in that short film. It's awesome. I, I loved it. It was pretty, you know, like they would stretch and squash and, you know, jiggle I their bones. I need to watch it. I haven't the, watched that one for years. But when you when I read that, I was like, oh, I remember that one. Yeah. Pretty cool. It's yeah. kind of reflect back on your memories. You Pretty know. amazing what they did back then. Yeah. Especially 1929 with that animation. Yeah, for sure. All right. So you on got May a May, 10, you have May 10th. Or, all right. The Disney's Hollywood Studio previews Toy Story Midway Mania for annual pass holders only. So they let them in um, on May the 10th in 2008 to try out that amazing ride that we all love so much that they're adding a third track to that you'll get to try while you're there. Yes, that's so true. May 11th, 1993. I can remember watching this as a child. I almost picked that. And I loved this episode because this family was allowed to go into the animation studios yep. and check out the new cartoon that was coming out, which was Aladdin. Aladdin. Yes, yes, you knew that too. I fire. Yes. This bumps. You guys That's can't see awesome. that. That's awesome. 
Uh, and I was so jealous because I, dude, so that cassette tape, like, this is gonna bring out the whole, um, yeah, so, yes, I was a dude, and yes, I was singing a whole new world, <laughs> Who cares? That oh, was a great was movie. Was Alan Macon, or... I, Our friends had that in their wedding. Oh, my gosh, so I would sing that and sing it up. My, my dad brought home a drawing table from his old, uh, job at Suburban Journals, and I would draw like just sketch characters from that cartoon and sing a whole new world i'd be in my room i'd be i'd lock myself in my room for hours and sing to the top of your lungs because i wanted to be an animator so bad all right you're telling me to hurry up i'm sorry what are you what are you doing be in concert tonight no you could be late may 11th 2013 Walt disney world officially crowns marie uh merida excuse me well i didn't know no i didn't tell them what it was, it was oh i'm so sorry you no, didn't it was, tell yours it was, it was the family of full house I'm so sorry no I'm you're tired. all good you're all good a full house i know i love full house and it, this is just a little plug i don't know if they're related to disney but if you haven't watched fuller house on netflix do it it is awesome all right may you got what may what may 11 2013 okay. that's when they made merida the brave princess they added her to the princesses with Snow White and Cinderella and Aurora and Ariel and Jasmine and Belle and Mulan and Pocahontas have you seen and the, Tiana and Rapunzel. Have you seen the girl that plays the Merida at Orlando? Um, at Magic Kingdom? Yes. Because well, there's several, but I've seen one that the looks just one. like yes. the cartoon. Yes, the main one. The one that's in the festival parade. Yes. She looks just like the cartoon. Beautiful. Yeah. Like she's, she's beautiful. Pretty. Yeah, she is. And she looks just like Merida. Yeah, no, she Just does. Like it's her. like they it's drew like, her yes. from her. Yeah. Yes, it's like the cartoon was made for her. It's amazing, and I hope she stays there as long as she can until age catches up with her. All right. <laughs> May 12, 1993, um, Walter Elias Disney is inducted into the Hall of Fame Miss Missourians. Yeah, I, I, I had to one. say that because he's now in the Hall of Fame Miss Missourians. I want to go there. Yeah, and that's at the Capitol building there in Jeff City, which I've seen. Did I've seen you, that multiple so times. So did you go Dave. in there? Yeah, when I taught fourth grade, uh, Dave and I would walk around and look at all the busts, and he's there. So you guys got to see it. Well, yeah. that's pretty cool. Uh, May 13th, 1971. Singer-songwriter, one of my favorites. I love his music. No, I love his music. Oh, I I'm do. I'm just thinking dude. of all his glasses. Oh, dude, and the hats, the yeah. top hats, and the, the shiny glitter, and the, the rhinestones. And have you guys guessed the, who he's talking about? Say it. You want me to? Yes. Okay. B -b -b Benny and the Jets. Oh, he's going to sing. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Elton Dude, John. I love it. Elton John. John visits Disneyland for the very first time, May 13th, 1971, which he continues to come back quite a bit. And on Instagram, there's this Instagram account that I follow that's just following, like, stars and media stars and stuff right. like that. Right, And Elton John's there often. Well, he was dressed like a bum, but he's there off. He was on that 60th uh, Diamond anniversary uh, show that they put on, right? I'm right about that. Right? Uh, I, yes, because he was just there. He was there like a couple of weeks before that event. Oh, okay. And then he came back. Yeah. So very cool. Uh, do you listen to any of his music? No, we do. We do listen to it. We, I have, we're an eclectic family. We have a wide variety going. You. Sometimes we're listening to Christian. Sometimes we're listening to rock. Brad prefers country. We don't love that so much. We listen to classical because Kaylee's a music major. So, um, and Joey's a jazz guy. So we hear a little bit of everything at our house. But yeah, Elton John is awesome. He's just a really talented guy. It's kind of like, I don't want to freak you out, but Barry Manilow. Both of them are two different genres or they have their own mix. Get out of here, dude. Mix. dude. 
seriously? Yeah, no, Barry Man, we're done. Barry Manimo, <laughs> we're done. We're done. You mentioned Barry. <laughs> Listeners, if you haven't already listened to our May the 4th Be With You episode with Ryan Weber, who was a cast member from Star Wars The Force Awakens, Episode 7, people, you have to to listen to that one it is amazing he truly has an amazing backstory he was only 19 years old vicky when lucas arts contacted him for visual effects like saying hey so he you was come? in college no no he just got out of high school and he was making fan films and working at blockbuster wow and then he gets a call from lucas arts like literally his mom answered the phone that's not awesome. even kidding. And they assumed... She couldn't that, talk to him because he was an adult. Okay. They assumed that he already was working with um, a studio. They found his stuff online because he do fan films and right. posted it on YouTube and right. stuff. And they found it. That's awesome. It's simply amazing. Check that out. It's our May the 4th episode. So Check anybody wants to find us. Listeners, if you, have any, if you have an idea, question, or want to share your experiences on the show, you can contact us anytime at 407-674-0414. That's text, obviously. Or you can email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. Hey, Vixter, I think it's about that time. Oh, listeners, by the way, our next episode is going to be next week with Dave, who's going to tell us about his run Disney experience. And maybe he can tell us about, you know, what the whole upset Logistic and Logistic problem was, yeah, or exactly. if there really was, or if that was just right, to try to get right, us right. to cause a media frenzy. Well, I think it's about that time. All right. Peace. And love. Yeah, magical day. Thank you.